0: OK, well, I think we are going live on YouTube, not on the original um, post that I put up because I couldn't get that to work. It just said uh, it said live streaming wasn't available. So here we are. I'm just doing another one and I'm recording it as a chat anyway, which will go out on the um, on the podcast. And it'll be on my site at Michael dot com as usual. So I don't know what went wrong. I should have known. I kind of knew it would go wrong because video is notoriously uh Difficult to get right unless you're willing to dedicate half your life to uh, learning about all sorts of strange things. So anyway, here I am. I have got my my keep calm and well, it's actually Sue uh, Mrs C's mug. Keep calm and drink wine. <laughs> and uh, but I've only got um, a a lemon and ginger tea bag in there. So if you sent me a a nice uh, mug of something via the coffee dot com uh, button on the website, thank you very much. And perhaps you bought me this one. So cheers very nice it is too i should try not to make too many sort of noises and things um as i do this because that would be annoying for people okay now i don't think i actually got any direct questions i will just do a double check this is all highly um highly disorganized isn't it i think maybe i should just go back to doing the uh the recordings as i walk around the field (laughs) but anyway i thought maybe say once a month if i uh if I try to do one of these things, it might be quite uh, quite interesting and could build up. Uh, so if I look at comments, uh, I got some nice uh, comments on the um, on the snippets that I shared the other day, which was nice. Uh, and people sort of saying, "Oh no, I've just got into it and now, <laughs> yeah, now I have to wait." Yeah, I'm afraid so. I mean, that's the nice side of the snippet is that you you get to see it before anybody else. Um, and really before anyone you know even even uh, even see so who hasn't seen seen it yet um she'll probably get to have a, a read of it soon but um I like to share things with people and I do make the full snippet available just for the members of the site so thank you if you've joined the site there's actually something like about four hundred and fifty people uh who've joined which is great so thank you very much to all those people i mean there are there are many times more than that who get the newsletter um but you know people uh People can do what they want, each to their own. Um, it, it's wonderful we get the support on the uh, on on the, the sending me a mug of tea uh, via coffee.com. Um, and that's wonderful. But, you know, I'm not expecting it from everybody. And um, every now and then I wonder um, whether I should do something like Substack, which if you haven't heard of it, it's kind of a... It's a bit like people who used to just write blogs are now writing email newsletters. And they do two levels. They have the regular newsletter that goes out and then they have other ones which people pay for, you know, as a subscription. So, you know, you pay once a month, say, and you get this many newsletters rather. So some people um, do them once a week. Now, some people like I can I can really see that working for Austin Cleon. I know is a, is a kind of creator and he's written some really good uh, creative books and he still does a newsletter. and I've been getting it for ages and he just shares however many things that he's found interesting that week. So he just sent me a message. Sorry about that. And, um, yeah, and, you know, he's been doing that and doing that, putting all this effort into making content. And I think it's fair enough that he sort of then says, "Okay, here's an extra level of content that I can do. He's still doing the free one, but, you know, he's doing an extra one, uh, which people pay for because he puts a lot of work into it. And uh, and it's only fair that he should get rewarded for that. Now, with me, uh, my main work is, is doing the novels. And people buy those and that's kind of our relationship. The coffee uh dot com, mugs of tea and so on are I think an optional extra. And if it got if it got to a different way around of doing it, and this is why I didn't stick with Patreon, I I or Patreon, however you want to pronounce it, I started it and then I kind of moved away from it. Because you get these different levels and you say, Oh, you pay, you know, three dollars you get this every month, you pay five dollars, you get such and such. And really, that's a whole different relationship uh, with you all. And yeah, I, I don't know. It would get to the thing where um, I'm then having to create a lot of extra stuff for a small number of people. And that would take me away from writing the novels, which is, I think, what everybody wants me to do and stories. So. Yeah, I, I could have put out extra short stories. Um, I'm not sure about that. I Who knows? I might still in the future do something like that. If it's a lot of extra effort, say, I don't know, say I was to do readings. um, My impulse would be to do those for free on YouTube or everywhere and let everybody see them for free. And if you enjoy them, great, you know. But they're extra work, extra effort. um, And I could see that could be a thing that um, perhaps you say, well, this is an extra product that I've made. Perhaps you'd like to pay a, a small amount for it i'll see you know there's there's all kinds of different things that i could do you know a lot of authors are going on tick uh yeah TikTok because there's this whole book talk phenomenon thing going on i got an account i signed up for it and i kind of had a look at it um didn't really want to spend all my waking hours sort of thinking of silly videos to do nothing wrong with silly and entertaining videos i just really ought to be writing books um I might still do some, Um, you know, I like to have a, I like to have a joke and a bit of a muck around and uh, do silly things. And uh, I'm sure I could do lots of very silly um, videos on TikTok, but um, kind of what would be the point? I don't see that it would uh, advance things if I could do something related uh, to the to the work. Again, I'd rather put it out on my website, and if it's a special thing, it will go to the members. And if it's just a regular thing, everybody can have it. You know, I think I think everybody's trying to do this awful phrase monetize everything, and I don't think that's a particularly productive thing. I know a lot of that might be heresy to some people, but I think it can stifle a lot of creativity. I think it can change the relationship with. Your readers or your audience, whatever it is you're you're happening you happen to be making at that time, and for that reason, I'm out, as they say, um, on Dragon's Den. Um, yeah, it's it's not kind of the way I want to go, and I've I've experimented with things. Often, a lot of writers, a lot of indie authors, especially, are very keen to try new things. And if we see somebody we admire, and somebody we may have heard of or even met, perhaps doing something. Some crazy new thing. We think, oh, right, let's go try it. Let's go try it. And that's OK up to a point. But as I keep coming back to, you know, what we should be doing is really writing stories, writing books, writing novels or whatever it is uh, that we should be doing. Um, Who knows what the future will hold. But I think that if I provide good stuff for people, they will be pleased with it. It's kind of that simple, really. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't quite know how I got onto that topic, but that's how these chats go, you know. I never know what I'm going to uh, to say till we start because it's a chat, you know, you're talking to your mates. You don't, you don't rehearse and write a script, do? You? Well, I don't. I don't know if really does. I'd probably be quite worried about you if you did. I think that might be um a symptom of an underlying uh, concern. Oh, I hope you. I hope the microphone isn't picking up too much of me having a sip of this. Uh, lemon and ginger tea I try not to get these kind of noises I spend ages editing them out of the podcast version because uh, you know you listen to podcasts and with your headphones and things on don't you and uh, and it's awful if you hear somebody uh, somebody's sort of clacking their lips together or whatever I notice when I'm uh, when I'm doing the ones in the field because there's a lot of pollen around at the moment and I'm marching about in a field full of buttercups and, uh, and little plantains that that uh scatter's pollen everywhere and lots of gets pollen over her head. But I noticed I was sniffing quite a lot the other day and know, just, just little sniffs as I went, but um the microphone picked it up and I thought, oh gosh, I'd spend ages trying to cut most of them out. Just because I thought it'd be annoying. Um and really it's not going to be like that. So um I don't really have questions um to answer. Hopefully there is a chat thing. I'm using a bit of software here uh, actually on this, but because nobody has found the video, nobody is chatting. So that's fine. You know, these things are great for uh, some some people. I don't think it's really all that necessary. It was an idea. I thought I'd try it. I was hoping I would have a few questions in advance, but nobody seemed to ask them. I don't know what it is with people who read my books. Perhaps they're just really nice, kind, polite people. And they say, I don't want to give him a load of extra work to do. I don't want to give him an extra whole bunch of things to think about. I won't ask him a question. He, he must get sick of people asking questions. Well, you know, I don't really. In fact, um, in fact writers love being asked about their work. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's one of those things. And I put that into, what did I put that into? Murder Between the Tides. Um. If you haven't read it, I won't do any spoilers, but um, there's a writers' conference uh, by The Sea, uh, Newquay, in Cornwall, uh, where Dan and Alan are, and uh, Alan's a writer, of course. And Dan bumps into one of the other writers, and um, he said, he actually says something, oh, you must be sick of people asking about your work, and he says a young man, a writer, never gets sick of <laughs> talking about his work or something. But um, But, yeah... That was quite fun. I think I called that character Brian Cox, didn't I? I think I did. Or is it? Uh, anyway, I, I I did some play on it because, um, because there's the physicist and TV presenter or astronomer or whatever he is and, and science TV presenter Brian Cox. And there's also the actor Brian Cox who's been around a long time. And I once heard the actor saying, oh, you know, I turn up and people go, oh, we were expecting the other one. <laughs> oh, you're not the other one. Anyway, and so I think I called him um dr uh Cox or something I think he was co anyway it sounds a bit vain when i i'm not it's not an affectation when i uh when I can't remember necessarily a character's name i'm they do kind of stick with you very heavily during the writing and or the editing stage. you kind of live and breathe them and then when you move on to another book um perhaps a year or two later, you become kind of tangled up with the latest characters you're writing and uh, and you forget some of the older ones of the details anyway not the recurring ones I hope uh, not the not the regular residents of Embervale I hope I um. I hope I keep them very much in mind because they are uh, important I don't want to have them suddenly uh, changing even if they only pop up briefly Um. so yeah the, the, there are some uh, recurring characters in this upcoming book And I do have to go back and check. And it's quite nice that I'm taking some of the minor characters from some of the earlier books and developing them a little bit. Now, I won't do spoilers, but they are particularly on the police side. Um, Because, as I've mentioned before in these chats, that that there is that element coming in um, to the book. Now, whether people will love both equally or like one more than the other, I don't know. I'm hoping that, if you're keener on the Dan and Alan bits and, and and less keen on the cases that the police are working on, um, it'll be okay and it won't spoil it for you. My chapters are generally fairly short. I, I don't make them too long. They, um, I try to keep the pace up and not let readers feel cast adrift. So that um, so what what that is about is when I start a new chapter, I try and orientate the reader very quickly as to where they are, who who the character is um, and what they're up to, maybe what time of day it is, something like that. And I try and do that in the first sentence, really. First sentence of a chapter, I really try and orientate people. And I do try to vary those as well, so it's not always, uh, you know, somebody doing the same thing. I have to keep an eye on that on this book, because I haven't quite got to that polishing stage yet. And by that I mean that's kind of... You know, you've pretty much got everything there, but you have a look through and you just do some niceties really just to make sure that things aren't repetitious or or overdone or overused. Um, typically, I would find something that I hadn't noticed until later on, like, say, a piece of body language that is repeated. You know, you don't want you don't want too many people um, raising an eyebrow, but it's quite easy to search through a document. Looking for raised eyebrows <laughs> uh, or whatever, you know, or uh, if there's a lot of chuckling going on or something, um, something like that that, that you may, may have ever used. So um, there will be that to think about. It will be a little while before the book comes out, but um, it is progressing and uh, I am more than halfway through it. And it does seem to be holding up. I've kind of. um, Because the plot is quite complex, I've had to stop and write down a few questions for myself just to say, you know, is that is this followed through and then do a bit of a search. And so far, I found that, yeah, those worries are ones that I've already had before and I have already fixed them. So thank goodness for that. I've not found a gaping plot hole at this point. I think hopefully. I have got those covered already, but I, you know, never say never. There could easily be a gaping plot hole. It's amazing how easy it is to miss something until later on. And you, you know, you you literally do feel like banging your head on. Well, I don't literally bow my head on the table, but I might have my head in my hands sometimes. How on earth did I miss that? It happens. It happens. And there's just so only so much you can keep in your mind at once. Sorry about the cluttered background, by the way, if you're watching the video. There's all sorts of uh, all sorts of stuff going on in there, isn't there? I must, I must do something about it. Since I switched to using a different computer, I find that I don't have a way of controlling this webcam that I'm using. It's just, it's new and everything, the webcam, and then I can't do anything with it because the software doesn't run on this computer, which is just great, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> technology is wonderful. I love technology, I do on The whole always been keen on it. Um, like to try things out. What else have we got to talk about? Um, not much else really. In the absence of any questions, in the absence of any ongoing chat, perhaps if this is something I can keep doing, it could be an expectation. So, today's the first of the month. Um, if everything is okay on the first of July, I could just, um, I could just. Do a uh, do another live stream. Whether I would sh- try scheduling it again, I doubt. Because I couldn't get it to start. Um, it, I, I could try it, but um, it's kind of vexing, isn't it, when these things don't work easily. But podcast listeners will ha- have no problems because this will be just as usual, only without the noise of birds singing in the background and Lottie huffing and puffing away. <laughs> or me sniffing, for instance. I hope, I hope. Um, I do want to do some more readings. Actually, I mentioned readings earlier. I love reading my work out loud. I love reading other people's work out loud as well. It's something I did quite a lot when I was teaching, and it was kind of a a skill that I discovered I had. I was very nervous of doing it because um, I went into teaching. I was older than most people. I didn't go straight to teacher training college. I'd done other things. Um, I'd attempted a, a bit of a science degree, which I didn't complete. It didn't work out. It was plant science and things like that. Interesting, but it didn't work out. Um, then I was a computer programmer for a while. I've had stints of unemployment as well uh, back in the day. And uh, done on various things to make ends meet. And then I became, retrained to become a computer programmer. I did that. So that kind of feeds into Dan's background a bit because I, I worked in a corporate environment. I worked in a finance for a financial institution, which, uh, uh, you know, I was a, a small cog in a big machine. But I know something of the atmosphere Now it wasn't as cut and thrust as Dan's um, Dan's workplace. I wasn't high up. I certainly wasn't a troubleshooter. I was a, a lowly programmer. Um, but, um, you know, I know something of that environment. And I know something of those pressures where where a lot of money is involved, you feel under pressure, you know. And then I, so that I did that. Then I retrained to be a teacher and went into that. And I can still remember the first time I was asked to read a story out to a class of kids who were sitting waiting eagerly for their story. And um, I thought, I've got to go for it. I've got to go for it. Because one thing I loved at school was I liked teachers who did the voices. I liked them to really put expression into it and to actually, you know, take on characters voices that to me that was a good teacher when I was a, when I was little i loved it when they read stories really well and got everybody you know on the edge of their seat and so i thought i've got to do it i i i you know i've got to give kids that experience i had so i just went for it and uh you know the, i think everybody was quite taken aback me included and i thought okay i can do it i can do it and so i um i worked at it and uh it became something i i got not too bad at i like to think anyway and uh you know perhaps there's loads of kids somewhere who if nothing else remember remember some nice stories and maybe they're probably grown up now maybe they'll read stories to their kids and so on hope so hope so that would be a pretty good legacy to have uh, inspired a few people to read to their kids that would be fantastic it's a wonderful thing wonderful thing um I'm sure I'm preaching to the converted here. I'm sure you're all very into books and um, and reading and reading to kids and grandkids and nephews and nieces and everybody who you can get to listen to because it is it is a wonderful thing, whether you can do the voices or 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 not. That's uh, no, not for everybody perhaps, but it's kind of adds something to it if you put a bit of a bit of expression into it. I think. So yeah, I must do some, and I will. I will. Um, I'll have to figure out the best way of doing it. Um I did kind of um buy a little bit of software the other day and a kind of a service which enables you to put audio products together. So that might be one of these things that I can do and then put them on my website and maybe in a store. If, say, you know, it's a short story, say, me reading a short story, that would be like a free thing. If it was a longer when I want to say short, I mean very short, you know, the kind of thing that maybe takes 15, 20 minutes to read or less. And then if I did some of the longer ones that would take more effort and put together, I might make a nominal charge for that, say. Because, you know, if you want it, you could have it. I haven't really tried it yet. We'll have to see how that works. Few all these different things. I come up with all these ideas and then I've got to find time for them all. Of course, the the, the focus is very much on getting this next book. Uh, up and ready, which is why I'm doing this in, it's the evening here, it's uh, started around 7pm and uh, I've been glued to this chair most of the day, apart from taking Lottie out a couple of times and, uh, you know, pausing to make a cup of tea uh, or something to eat. I'll probably sign off there now um, because I think I've rambled on for long enough If you do have questions or comments, then um, it would be great if you wouldn't mind going over to michaelcampling.com. Michael Campling is all one word. And you make sure you're a member of the site. It's free and it's easy to do. And then, you know, comment on the post. I will post this on the website. And it would be great if you could uh, comment on there. The only reason I say on there rather than YouTube is that... um, if I have comments in too many places, I may miss some of them, whereas I can keep track of the ones on the website. I can see them on my phone. I've got a tablet. I can see them. I can look at my computer. So, you know, I, I can I can get them and I can see which ones I've replied to and which ones I haven't. Speaking of which, I must go and uh, go and reply to a few because a handful came in after the last newsletter. So I read them straight away. Then I, you know, I I, um, I sometimes reply immediately and then other If I'm busy, I've got your writing, whatever. I've got to get say, I'll get back to those. I owe a few people some emails as well. I will get back to those as well. There's a little thing down there that's sort of got a a uh, oh, it's saying dropped frames. Okay. Well, apparently we've dropped some frames. Must be. Don't know. Perhaps they're down here on the floor. I guess that's a YouTube thing. Uh, Hopefully the video isn't too stilted on uh, on YouTube if it is I will abandon going live on there and I'll just record them we're a fairly rural area we are never going to get the mega super duper fast broadband um, I think it's at the moment it is about as good as it is going to get so uh, live streaming is probably not very big on the agenda uh, for that reason if nothing else but uh, I, I will try and record some more videos, some more audio, and uh, we'll work out how to get that to you. OK, I will definitely sign off. Thank you very much for watching and or listening. A huge thank you to everyone who's joined the site at michaelcampling.com. Really appreciate it. I'd love to see your comments and questions. It's great just to have you along, just to, just to have you there and know you're there. Um, It doesn't involve any newsletters or anything. There's no obligation to anything whatsoever. But it does allow you to see the content that I kind of hide behind the... um, It's not a paywall, but I I just keep it away from the general public because it's for us. And, you know, I don't necessarily want to share my photos with uh, the whole world. I'd rather just share them with the people who might appreciate them, you know. Uh, And, of course, you know, exclusive snippets and so on. Just to quickly mention, because this isn't a salesy thing, but there is a... 40% 40% discount on Murder Between the Tides in the USA and Canada on Kobo. Uh, Kobo, which is a really great place to buy your ebooks. Also, Also, um, if you're a VIP member, I believe you get the extra whatever it is, like 10% off or something. So it's even cheaper on Kobo. Um, that's... It's in the Beach Ready Reads section and I noticed it was down there. It said something about these might keep you on the edge of your deck chair or something. which is really nice. They put Murder Between the Tides as the first book in the carousel on there. So good old Kobo. Thank you very much. And it's also on 40% offer. Oh, the Kobo offer is for the entire of June. Also for the entire of June on the Nook uh, website, which I believe is just in the USA. Because I think that's the only place they sell ebooks to. And that's 40% off Murder Between the Tides for the whole of June. And just because that doesn't cover everybody, I put a direct link on my own store, which is at the moment is a Payhip store. And there is a post on the site, michaelcampling.com. It's a public post, so anybody can see it. And it's there. And it links to all the stores and it tells you the special offer code. And that also gives you 40% off if you buy it direct from me. And that is for anybody in the world. So if you like an ebook of Murder Between the Tides, it's a good one, I think. It's one of my favourites, actually. I I really quite like it. Um, It's got a bit of fun to it, a bit of good old sort of seaside hotel uh, mystery to it. And... uh, it's kind of one of my favorites i think possibly because it's it's partially about writers and a writers conference so yeah i'd encourage you to check that out the books can be read in any order but um, at least i think they can i hope they can I, I aim to make it that way they're not a serial as such they make more sense in order perhaps but it doesn't matter They're they're all separate each case is separate and when I make a reference to an earlier case, it's a very oblique reference. It's it's kind of almost like an Easter egg. If you're in the know, you'll think, aha, yeah, I remember that. I read about that, but it won't spoil anything. Uh, I try very hard not to do that. So. Yeah, it's it's out there for 40 percent off for the whole month. Um, I don't do those sales on the later books very often. A Study in Stone, of course, is free and is available everywhere. <laughs> I hope. Okay. Oh, and the audio books are out there as well, but only for Valley of Lies and a Study in Stone. Um not much you can do about the price of those. They um they often uh, some of them they let you set, some they don't. I tried to get a special offer for it recently for Valley of Lies and it didn't get accepted, so I will try again. But um they are probably cheaper than a lot of the big audio books that you get anyway. Okay, so thank you very much again and thanks for your encouragement, support, kind words and for your cups of tea. Hooray. Thank Big thank you to, to you, my generous supporters there. Really appreciated, And a huge thank you to anyone who's told family or friends or anybody like that about, about the books, if you've enjoyed them. Uh, that's wonderful if you spread the word. That really helps. Really appreciate it. Um, I like to read books that way. You know, somebody recommends a book. Uh, yeah, I'll try it out. And uh, thanks very much. All the best to you. Take care, look after yourselves, and I will say goodbye.